Visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast and become a patron of the show. Our patrons are special people who are invested in our message as we rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind. You will receive digital versions of each of our cookbooks and fangirl patrons get special video access to each episode. Thank you so much to our patrons. We can't do it without you. Become a patron at patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast. And now let's rock this show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. It's Angela's turn. <laughs> so, Angela. Me. Welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. <laughs> I'm over here like, wait a minute. You just said this is you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. <laughs> we are here um, rescuing the art of homemaking when we're not just in survival mode. It's either like one or the other. We're just killing it or surviving just like you. I know you have those days where you're on top of it and then you're underneath the laundry, literally and figuratively. So welcome. We are two friends 2,000 miles away just here to support you. Did I hit record? I did hit record. Thank goodness. <laughs> here to support you in your homemaking journey. Hello. <laughs> I only have 74 windows open on my screen, so I couldn't see uh, the ticker moving. And I'm sorry, I'm super distracted because apparently... We have an exhaust fan in a bathroom on its last leg because something sounds like a an air compressor right now in the Ooh, background. Interesting. Well, I don't hear it. So that's something. Good, good. good. Well, somebody's in the loo. So <laughs> <laughs> now I know. I know what you're doing out there. I know how long you're in there. It's awfully long. <laughs> I'm not kidding. My office wall is rattling. The one downstairs has been making like some serious dinosaur sounds. Mm -hmm. and So that reminds me of something that I have been thinking of, which okay. is when you have more stuff, I don't care whether it's pairs of shoes or ceiling fans in your bathroom. <laughs> like it's all going to break. It's all like dying. It's all the shoelaces are getting dirty and the soles are getting worn out and the wires are getting wispy. And you're like, it's all just slowly melting yeah. into kindling. And I would like less of that because I find it really frustrating. And I know that things aren't meant to last forever. I know if you buy a car, it's going to get old mm -hmm. and it's going to break down like these. That is the natural progression of the world we live in. But it still frustrates me. And so I've been thinking like ways to, I think we talked about this a bit last week, but ways to have less things that can break. <laughs> well, yes. So for forever, we've like done the better, not more. Obviously we've made an investment in our sheets. Thank you to American Blossom for being part of the show. Like we've, we've so we've done that. We've um, sort of tried to upscale accessories or whatever we could, you know, where where we can, where we so could, that, yeah, so that it's sort of delaying the decay process, you know. Right. But like we're all in a constant state of decay, and so is everything around us. And so sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you're like, "Could I just have less things decaying?" Then, if it's all decaying, that's right. That's what I'm could saying. I have less oxidization, oxid, <laughs> oxidization going on in my life. Please, mm -hmm. somewhere, whether it's my face or my sheets, yeah, or the crap. 
Right. Like, so I was at my mom's earlier today and my nephews wanted to go and ride her four wheeler. And she said, Oh, I wish you could, but it's not starting right now. Oh, we got to look at it. We don't really know what's wrong. Maybe it's a spark plug, blah, blah. And I looked at her and I was like, mom, this, this is new. Like, oh, you shouldn't have to fix it all. It's always broken. Right. And she mm-hmm. looks at me and she's like, it's 17 years old. <laughs> that happened. They bought it oh when it was gosh. brand new, but it's just, per- it's like having a boat. It's like forever not working, Yeah, you know? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if this makes me sound old or crotchety or what, I'm not sure, but I genuinely would like less things that can break. Yeah. How, how do you do that? I don't know. I'm, I'm like, you know, I, I'm just constantly, if, I just. This makes me, I don't like talking about this because it makes me sound so pathetic. (laughs) Aside from like old books and I'm not out there buying stuff, but there's so much of it. Mm -hmm. I just got back from Paris. Yes. I bought four suitcases full of crap in Paris because that's what you do. Um, But I'm not like running to Target. I'm not running to the Walmart. I'm not just, I'm not out there um, like and uh, you know retail therapy i'm not doing that i don't have a mall where's all the stuff and i guess i i try to give myself grace like you have a lot of children and so they also have stuff and they grow mm-hmm. out of things and stuff gets shredded and destroyed and i watch other big families and they all have the same dilemma there's all they all have 70,000 pair of shoes by the back door there's winter coats with busted zippers. I mean, it's just like this endless parade. I have to tell myself, like, at some point, the older they get, and I don't want them to get older. <laughs> but it, like, it'll sort of, like, uh, disperse or... I think it will. I think it does. Yeah. What's the word? Thin out. Dispel. That's the word dispel. I'm looking for. Uh, no, it's not dispel. dispel. <laughs> <laughs> Stu always tells me, if you don't know what a word means, just don't say it. <laughs> Just Mike Tyson your way through the list, you know, just like, what am I looking for? (laughs) Dang it. What is the word? Anyway, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. yeah. Dilute. 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 (laughs) Got there in the end. Dispel. I knew I was close. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's true. Um, What are you doing? Or like, what are you, how is this playing out on an every? (laughs) I don't know. I'm just thinking about it as I fall asleep. It's just whack-a-mole. One more thing to the whack-a-mole. It's yeah. a mental whack-a-mole. Um, but like yeah, me, know. I'm like, I say to Joel, like, uh, you know, I, you probably should just bring home that preemptive bottle of Drano. Just bring it home and pour it down the drain. Because have you seen my hair? Like, let's just... Let's try to hit that before it happens. Or like, I don't know about your like washing machine, but there's like coins all the way around. It's like a wishing pond. There's just Mm -hmm. coins embedded in the drum. Like stuck. Interesting. No, I don't have that. We probably should pull those out before the brand new washer uh, isn't so brand new anymore. Yeah. So so this is actually what I was talking to my mom about today is maybe this episode we're freestyling it this season 16 whoop whoop and maybe we should talk about up leveling because i was washing laundry Mm -hmm. the other day and 
We've talked about the laundry saga for ages here on the podcast. I have always had a Craigslist washer and dryer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the first 13 years of my married life. But last Mm -hmm. year, I finally bought a Speed Queen. Top load. No digital buttons. I love it. But I was in there not only washing laundry, but I was like cleaning the inside of the washing machine. And I'm like washing out the little like gasket thing at the top and the little bleach tray and like just delighting in it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it feels so good as a homemaker to take care of the things that you have. That is such a nice feeling. And that's I'm not, there's not like a right or wrong. We're not talking about a moral thing here. I'm just saying for me, I like to be at the place where the amount of things I have are the amount of things that I can take care of well. And I say that as somebody who has blasted through all these years of having young children and moving across the country and doing rental houses and changing rental houses and renovating a house and like, Renovating um, a rental house. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. I just want to like use a clean washing machine. <laughs> right. That I want to feel like I am really taking good care of the things that I have. Mm. That's what I want to feel like. Yeah. I have actually learned, um, gosh, it, it feels frivolous. I'm not trying to land, land uh, add to the landfill or whatever, but like this week I made a few key decisions like, you know what, Angie? You're never going to fix that thing. <laughs> right. Like, cue the Elsa because it's not going to happen. It's what time things? To... What things? I, I can't even think. There was, I can't even think right now. There was yeah. a couple, there were a couple things this week that were like broken or mm-hmm. needed mending. Yeah. And I just thought, just let, let it go. It... <laughs> so we have a new rule in our house, which is like, if somebody offers us something, we say no, like we're oh, not no. allowed to take things in anymore because there are no. years of that. And I, I know we have people listening right now yeah. and you're and in maybe those you've years. got young kids or you just got married. Or you're thinking about getting married and somebody's yeah. like, Hey, we're getting new furniture. Do you want our sofa? You say, right. or yes. here's a garbage bag full of kids clothes. Do you right. want to sort through it? Absolutely. Like- I do. Not now, like, though. <laughs> last year, do you know what we got from someone? Last year, we got a life-size freaking stuffed unicorn. Okay? <laughs> no. The answer is no. I don't want that. You can take that back down my driveway. That is mm-hmm. not charity. Mm-hmm. That's not charitable. <laughs> That's a curse. <laughs> and so we, we got stuck with it. Finally, I got mm-hmm. so ticked off. I just, like, launched it out a third-story window. Get this thing out of here. Yeah. Well, I think it comes down to not only taking good care of the stuff that you have, but feeling like it's all tended to. Yeah, I mean, we, when there's it too much, you can't burden. burden. You know what I'm talking about? Like the stuff right now, look around your house, wherever you're listening to the podcast, look around. Like what of that actually burdens you? Okay. Here's an example. And just raising her hand for those watching the video on Patreon. <laughs> um, me, mom, please. Um, our piano bench. You can't even close it. It's like this because for 20 years, 15 years of uh, book collecting, I take the jackets off so that nothing happens to the jacket. 
well, now the dumb jacket has been in the piano bench for 15, 10, 12 years. And there's a stash of them. And then kids rummage through and now they're bent and they're ripped. And I need to just throw the dust jackets away to my coffee table books because I'm never going to put them on. I don't like them when they're shredded. So I put them in there to be safe. Now they're shredded. <laughs> they need to go. Every time I open the piano bench, I dog myself. What is wrong with you? You're going to, what are you going to do with the dust jackets? You're going to put them on. You're going to take them off. You're going to leave them in the bench. So that's just like one thing where mm -hmm. if I just like would part ways with that thing. Mm -hmm. Then the next time I opened the piano bench, I could go, oh, amazing, Ange. You can yeah. close it. Yeah. You can close Why don't you just throw That's an easy one. Why don't I you know just... that's an easy one. You asked me. And so that one know, just popped into my brain. That's true. I'm sorry. It's so sad. <laughs> that one actually just popped mm -hmm. into my brain. Mm -hmm. Somebody turned off the, uh, the air compressor. <laughs> I still can't hear it either way. So we're all yeah. good. But yes. Um, so it's. I think that as homemakers, especially in the culture that we live in, the culture of God bless grandparents and birthday parties and Christmas and all these wonderful things and all these communities of people who love our children and like, mm -hmm. praise the Lord. Right. But <laughs> we actually are really swimming upstream when it comes to us as homemakers trying to keep a beautiful space, trying to keep a useful space, trying to keep one that is healthy and vibrant and clean. And we are fighting the Niagara Falls of consumerism. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's just, it happens whether it's like you're in the checkout lane with a little one and they want to juice bottle with a t-rex head and you're like oh that's cute you <laughs> can put your milk in there that's fun and you buy it and then it's like under the table the next morning you know it's yeah. just there's just so much you know it's we have so much at our fingertips and we're raising kids in an amazon culture that we didn't grow up in right like i don't know about you so i okay i have this philosophy with my kids they're all artists and i i always just say if you need something to further your talent please put it in the amazon cart so i can make a decision um i always want them to have the art supplies and i think i'm so i think that's pretty dang extravagant myself um and i think i'm that way because like my whole artistic childhood childhood i got like one set of colored pencils and i was so um like obsessed with, I hardly even used them because I was 14 and they were so nice. They were like the, the kind you could add their colored pencils and then you can paint over them and turn mm -hmm. them into like a watercolor thing. And I was, I loved them. They were amazing. Um, holy cow, Shay, where was I going with that? You were talking about art supplies in your Amazon cart. About having so much. Of your oh, kids. Oh, I was going to say, how about you? Like, okay. So I remember growing up, like I didn't get stuff. I might have got a pack of carefree gum if I was lucky, if I wanted something. But I got birthday presents and Christmas presents. Mm -hmm. There was no add it to the Amazon cart. There was back to school shopping where like, unless we had a knockdown drag out, my parents picked out the clothes. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, there was that was it. Mm -hmm. There was 
if we went to summer camp, yeah, there was the checklist of what you had to bring. And that was fun because you were actually going to get something. You were actually going to purchase something. But there wasn't this like. Mm-mm. It wasn't an option. You know, yeah. just it, it wasn't available like it is now, at least where I grew up. It was really yeah. similar. So my room, for example, was decorated with all it was a sunflower themed room. Mm-hmm. Until it was a Hanson themed room. But before that, it was all. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I could take you down. Uh, My room, when when it turned Hanson. It. My goodness. (laughs) This was 1997, 8, 9, 2000. Shut up. Okay. I had every inch covered. It was spectacular. Anyway, that's how mine was with Marilyn. Every I had seventy-five Marilyn posters. On yeah, my just yeah. all over like the ceiling, like wallpaper. Exactly, mm-hmm. it was amazing. Um, but all of those were things that I had been given for birthdays and Christmas. Okay, you know, I had like little picture frames or these like little sunflower figurines that I had on a shelf or those. Did you have the dancing sunflower that like dance? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Radio on? You, or that. you would talk to it. And <laughs> yeah. It yeah. Like, <laughs> I love that. My grandma got me that for Christmas. I loved that thing. <laughs> it's fun to look back. I love the internet is great for some things. And I love when they'll like play a commercial or show an advertisement for a toy that you're like, oh, I still remember this. See, kids don't, kids won't understand this because every time they get on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook, it's different ads, it's new ads. That's not how it worked back in the day. Oh, no, it was saw like the same ad during yeah. the campaign or whatever. Exactly. Do you during remember that Mentos commercial? Like maker. Yeah, exactly. The one where the, the guy maker. sits on the bench and it's wet paint. He's like, ooh, pop a Mentos new idea and he rolls on it and stripes his suit yeah absolutely i remember <laughs> everybody does commercials i like the diet coke at a james commercial with the construction worker oh and, like, yeah mentos and yeah big red gum that was like those were always the sexy commercials you know right <laughs> it's just funny to think of i remember it's funny oh my gosh i remember all the infomercials pearl cream the chinese skincare pearl cream I don't remember this. It's like a big long one in the afternoons. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. But yeah, so you'd go ahead. Well, where was I going with that? <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> a great conversation. <laughs> I was going okay. nowhere. Oh, my <laughs> point was I you, I yeah, didn't yeah. accumulate like you said. I mm-hmm. remember saving up my babysitting money and going to Claire's at the mall and buying a, an inflatable lounge chair. <laughs> Bright orange inflatable lounge chair. But I was like 15 at the time and I thought this is so cool. It's an inflatable chair. <laughs> Your cat away but that's from the me. only thing I can yeah. remember buying. I mean, yeah. other than like posters, you know. Prom dresses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just funny to think about now. Times have changed. My whole point in that was if you feel like you're not doing a good job, just know that you are under Niagara Falls. It's really, really hard to do a good job in today's modern culture because of the amount of stuff. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think it's not like a free, it's not like a hall pass, you know, but it's, we do live in this culture. My hairdresser's mm-hmm. like, look, we drive big 
trucks, whether we need them or not, because we're Americans. We live <laughs> in this culture. It's what we do. Other mm-hmm. cultures do what they do because that's their culture. Like we are a culture of stuff. I don't I'm not trying to stamp anyone with this like sin of capitalism or consumerism or whatever. Like if it burdens you, be mindful of what's coming in. If mm-hmm. you feel burdened, maybe it's because you're drowning in crap. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But just give yourself yep. a little bit of a break because this is where you live. You're in a Western civilization of excess. Right. And so other people want to give you their give you their excess sometimes. Right. Sometimes grandparents give Christmas presents in excess. Right. It's excessive. Right. And if you can manage it, good for you. If you feel like you're drowning, maybe it's time to get out the garbage bags. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Let's cue the wine music. And then I want to talk about some ways that we are kind of up-leveling in various ways. Sure, sure. So, lovely ladies, this is the part of the show where we invite you to uh, pour a glass of something. Maybe uh, it's the morning and your four-year-olds have asked you 700 questions and you need another cup of coffee. Maybe it's 5 p.m. and they've asked you 1,400 questions and you'd like a glass of wine with us. So, this part of the show is sponsored by Dry Farm Wines. You can visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. And if you're brand new, or maybe you tried it a long time ago and you want to circle back around, you'll get an extra bottle for a penny with your order. So we invite you to do that because these wines are, uh, as Shay says, the sourdough of the wine world. Naturally yeasted and spontaneous fermentation, no added sugar, which is so important to many of us. Okay, so I have a little glass poured on my desk here. And I've never had this one. This just says Weigelt. 2020, do you have this one? Oh, so overexposed. Yeah. Holy cow, I don't think you can even see that. I can't that. even see that. There, what about like that? No. Okay, so this is um, an Austrian wine. From Austrian the- Zweigelt. There's a little tip. Austrian Zweigelt. Ladies. Give it, give it if a you tip. See, if you see a Zweigelt, assume it's Austrian. Oh, you yeah. You can sound really like, posh. No, like, oh, nobody's- is that- that's Austrian. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> it's just those little things that make you sound great. Yeah. Uh, this is a uh, 11.93% um, alcohol by volume. So typically friends with dry farm wines, typically uh, the alcohol content is lower because um, they're not adding sugar, which is raising that alcohol. Uh, this is hundred percent Spiegelt, Bergenland, Austria. And I like it. It's, um, it's not thin. I was kind of wanting kind of a, a big red for the afternoon and with dinner. So we're recording this for dinner. So I'm drinking a glass as an aperitif, if you will. And now I love so twist top bottles. Stop. Sometimes I just go I look like, at my stash and I'm like, which one's twisty? <laughs> you know, that's what I did. I went down to the like rack in the basement. I'm like, twist top. <laughs> Thank you. So give it a try. Um, here's the thing. There's a really funny reel going around on Instagram right now. And I will be using the audio because I think it's hysterical. And it says the only kind of pain I want in my life is champagne. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I will be giving a dry flow, mm-hmm. uh, dry farm plug over on Instagram. Um, but if you've never tried uh, dry farm wines, then you know, spring is coming. There's baby showers. There's graduations. There's Mother's Day. Hello. Why don't you try a three pack of bubbly and get an extra bubbly free just to kind of stick your toe 
in yep. the pond, as it were. So visit yep. dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. And uh, drink that's healthy. a really wonderful idea for Mother's Day. Mother's Day is coming up in just a couple of weeks and yep, it is a beautiful gift. A lot of times people think with dry farms that you have to have it delivered every month. And that's not true. No. You can do an order whenever you'd like. So you can visit dry farm wines dot com forward slash homemaker chic and you can buy the little three bubbly rose package that they have or the three mm -hmm. bubbly um oh three rose or three bubble box and it's comes packaged beautifully and that would be such a lovely gift such a lovely gift for mother's day that's what i want for mother's day yeah separate if them. is listening if you have like the mother <laughs> the sister the mother-in-law separate them or give the three pack to someone and keep the free bottle for yourself you know yeah you know it, it would be darling actually to split it up and like individually wrap with a little bouquet of flowers and a little tin of chocolates come on come i love on. stuff like that i know so do i i want to do yeah. that now. <laughs> brown paper yeah just brown paper things. flowers lilacs yeah. and oh yeah lilacs that's that up-leveling though. Like that's va, what we're going to talk boom. about. That's like just taking something really simple and going, how can I just like fuss with the presentation and make yeah. it extra beautiful? And honestly, like you and I both produce a lot of content for our jobs. Mm -hmm. I've said this a hundred times, but like if there's no camera, if it go goes away tomorrow, like I will still be doing those sorts of things. It brings me especially like little, simple, beautiful pleasures like that. Like mm -hmm. when I give somebody a basket of flowers or vegetables from the garden, which I often do, if I have a surplus of something, then I'll share it. I have loads of people to share it with. Mm -hmm. I delight in finding, even if it's a cardboard box, like I'll tuck the flaps in, I'll tie, so maybe I'll tie a little ribbon around it or maybe not, but I will mm -hmm. arrange things in there. So, okay. Yeah. I'm going to put in, I'm not just going to give you a box of cucumbers. I'm going to tuck in some chives and get mm -hmm. some zinnias and put them on the side, you know, and like, I'm going to find these ways to make it feel like this little bountiful, beautiful thing that like, not only does it look pretty and it brings them pleasure, but if you want to talk about up-leveling in the home, like the things that we're going to do anyway, those can be like immense sources of joy and pleasure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. By just looking at them and going, what? Um, I had a friend once. Dang, she was uh, a designer. And I just say once because she moved away. And so we only just interact on online. Um, but that's, she sort of planted that intentional idea in my mind where she would say like, whatever recipe you're looking at and hi, Susan, if you're listening, mm -hmm. whatever recipe you're looking at, even if it's just a simple grilled cheese, how can you look at it and go, I'm going to take this to the next level, whether you're swapping mm -hmm. out one sort of cheese for a chef or like whether, whether it's herbs in the butter, whether it's the angle that you cut it, how can you just take something really basic and just go, we're going to just bump this up a little bit, mm -hmm. you know? And I, I remember that I was, I had just had Julian and I thought, well, that is just so lovely and takes, takes the pressure off of like that. Everything has to be epic. Mm -hmm. And and for me as a mom, you know, I, so Julian was my fourth and the joke about the fourth is that's the one that kind of like whoop, put, puts you kind of over the edge as far as where your, your hobbies and me time or whatever you want to call it, you know, those things start to really take a back 
burner. The fourth is, you know, well, you know, it's, it's, it's a big deal. Um, and so her saying that, and she didn't say it with any really even intention to me. She said it in passing as we were staging for a party. Um, but it stuck with me. And I just thought, well, that's something really little that I can take into this rather chaotic, you know, three in diapers point in my life. Mm-hmm. And I can just take something really simple um, and go try something new with it. And mm-hmm. so like my example, I came home and uh, we, you know, we, a prepackaged soup that I love. And if anyone has a like a really legit, like don't mess around, but a really legit copycat recipe, I'll make it from scratch. I'd be happy to. But that roasted red pepper. I knew that's what you were going to say. I knew it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. I could just, we drink it cold. We drink it hot. It was Aiden's first food. So Aiden's going to be 18 in June. So that tells you something. It was his first food other than after breast milk. And um, we live by Trader Joe's and they have like this Quattro Formaggio cheese. And so I thought, well, I'm going to try to make like, I'm going to take the same idea as uh, French onion soup. And I'm going to do that with this roasted red pepper and tomato. Because Susan said to take things to the next level if you can. And so I like grilled bread, put it in there, put this four blend of cheese on top, put it under the broiler. It was amazing. (laughs) And I went from feeling like I was like drowning with four kids to like, oh, my goodness, we're having a really good, flavorful, delicious meal. Something that Uh was really cheap. And now it's just a little bit more special. Here's a new word, Anamoya, which means the nostalgia for a time you've never lived in. Visit Anamoya Jewels on Instagram or at anamoyajewels.com for vintage and estate jewelry from the Victorian era, the Art Nouveau movement, and more. And use the coupon code HOMEMAKERSHEIK at checkout for 10% off. It's spring, so why not treat yourself to a beautiful piece of estate jewelry? New items are added daily over on Instagram, so you are sure to find something you love maybe even the perfect piece for this upcoming Mother's Day. Anamoya Jewels and their beautiful estate pieces are new to the Homemaker Chic podcast sponsor family, so visit them on Insta, make them feel welcome. Installment payments are available and 10% off any treasure you find with the coupon code HOMEMAKERSHEIK at checkout. Visit Anamoya Jewels, that's A-N-E-M-O-I-A. If you'd like to get premium organic cotton heirloom quality sheets at 20% off, we want to encourage you to visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com forward slash Homemaker Chic 20. Homemaker Chic listeners know that the linens Angela and I both use in our homes are American Blossom Linens, and we invite you to do the same. This is a wonderful and simple way to set the mood of a clean, thoughtful, intentionally put together home and bedroom. These dye-free sheets and linens are a beautiful way to dress your bed in something sustainable, high quality, and really beautiful. Yes, American Blossom Linens is a small business. They're American grown and made. And yes, they're made with organic cotton and sewn with a smooth, soft weave and made to last. Whether you're looking for crisp linen sheets that fit snugly around the corners of your mattress or plush and soft towels for your bathroom, blankets, or even duvet covers, you can shop all of American Blossom Linen's available products at AmericanBlossomLinens.com forward slash HomemakerChic20. Oh, I remember doing that when we had young kids and I was just thinking, as you're saying this, I'm sure I'm sure some people are listen, listening and thinking, must be nice. Like, I am drowning with kids and I don't have time to I was think about drowning. washing what do you mean it the, must be nice? the inside of my washing machine. Oh. But 
I remember when our kids were little, I, I do remember like being so sour one day, just mm-hmm. stew left. And I mean, we were just claws were out and I was vomiting bile on everybody <laughs> figuratively. And uh, he left, he had to go to work. And I remember looking myself, looking at myself in the mirror and just thinking, is this who you want to be? Is this where you want to be when Jesus comes back? (laughs) And so I put a show on for the kids, which I was much way more of a purist of back then. I took a shower. I made myself put on a sundress, made myself put my makeup on, do my hair. Mm. And I set the table. So I decided to clear this area. At this point, the kids are done with the show and they're helping me. And um, I had thrifted a drop cloth. Uh, that's not what it's called. The wipe, uh, wipeable tablecloths where they like oil, oil, cloth. oil cloth. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thrifted an oil cloth tablecloth, which is the only kind of tablecloth to use at that time with little kids. Right. Uh, we went around. We didn't have any flowers. We didn't have gardens. then, so we just went and picked like wild grasses and clipped little things off trees and mm-hmm. it took so I took the kids for a walk we went out intentionally like I grabbed my clippers we're just walking around they're picking up rocks and whatever um anyway so we came back to the house I felt better I had showered cleaned up a little area gone outside done something with the kids they felt better they got to have the little treat of watching a show and then they got to go for a walk and we set the table so we put out this oil cloth tablecloth we put out our little mason jar of wild gla- uh, grasses and branches. And then I think we made something. I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was biscuits or cookies. I remember baking something and going to see Stu at work on his lunch break and being like, please forgive me. And I remember him. I'll never forget it. He looked at me and he was like, this is a much different woman that I left this morning. <laughs> oh, like, wise woman builds her house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But... My point is, by up-leveling, we're not talking about spending money. Right? I did that. I I went one night. uh, Somebody was sick. Joel was sick. And this was a long time ago. And I went for a walk because he was so miserable. I had to get out of the house. And you know those daisies? Well, here we have these sort of ratty daisies that grow on the street side, like in the gravel. Mm-hmm. And I just went and cut him a bouquet of them and brought them like here. <laughs> Probably means more to me than it does mm-hmm. to you, but feel mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. I think up leveling sometimes, like here's another weird example. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's not, it's not for you, is it? So no. you go and pick days. Maybe that's for you in the sense that you get out of the house and you get to see something beautiful and whatever. Yes. But like for me, up leveling, this might sound so dumb. But I'm going to say it because there's a lot of other homemakers out here. I I hung up a chalkboard in my kitchen. And my friend Amber turned me on to the Sharpie chalkboard markers. Oh, my gosh. Are, why is that? So why are those so sexy? They're so sexy. I just saw them. She came over one day and I'm like writing with chalk. Like, <laughs> she was just like, what are you doing? This is just stoning. Have you never <laughs> been to Hobby Lobby? I didn't know. Lane? I didn't know they make chalkboard markers, which I just look, I was a florist for 10 years. I wrote 
I learned how to calligraphy on the notes on the little cards that we would include, you know, so I spent Mm -hmm. a lot of years doing that. Mm -hmm. And so I write Monday in like this pretty swoopy, you know, writing Tuesday. My, I have a couple kids that love to know what's for dinner. They want to know what day I'm baking bread. They want to know what I call them like extras. Like, am I going to make up tuna salad or egg salad or custard or like, what are the, Mm -hmm. what are the batch things that you're going to be cooking this week? What's for dinner on Saturday? Okay. Now I'm pretty good. It helps me, but I'm pretty good at swinging it. I'm I'm, I'm very confident in the kitchen, Mm -hmm. but for, for my family, like up leveling, is sitting down on Sunday night and just writing all of this out. And that mm-hmm. like elevates things for them. Like it genuinely increases the pleasure of their life a lot to know what's for dinner. I don't know why. That's just the way that they are. But my point in that is it's not always even what makes me feel good. Like we're talking about ecosystems of people who live in our home, whether it's our parents, our kids, our spouse, our roommates, like we are in an ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times the efforts that we make towards them. um, Okay. I'm going to read this to you because you'll love this quote. Okay. And it's kind of talking about this same type of thing. So in my cooking community, we have a social circle group. So we chat, people can send me private messages and all this kind of stuff. So somebody sent this to me today about last week's episode. Her name was Lara. And she sent me this quote, which is a rising tide floats all boats. Mm. And then she goes on to say, especially when the rising tide is mom. So when mom, when the tide comes in, right, and maybe that tide is meal planning. Maybe that tide is getting rid of excess in your home. Maybe that tide is picking flowers for your husband, whatever. It lifts everything in the harbor. It lifts everything. And that's how I think of our home. Mm -hmm. Okay. Isn't that neat? Yes. Yes. That's what I think about when you think about elevating the home. Look, Does it make me hot as a homemaker to open a closet and have it organized with clean, unstained towels? You betcha it does. (laughs) And if that doesn't make you hot, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast. (laughs) She didn't mean that. Stay. Stay. When she's nervous, she doesn't know what to say. I'm just saying, I bet a lot of our listeners think that's pretty hot too. It does matter though. I'm telling you. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't just matter to me. No, no. And that's that's what what I'm going to say. Yeah. When I was a kid and I would go to my mom, like, well, linen closet, you didn't mess around with Joy's linen closet. I got (laughs) stuck cleaning it often. (laughs) And I learned the towels face one way, the rags, you stack them, they don't know mismatchy with the, we're not going like this, you know, with the folds, they need to match. Uh Excuse uh me. And it's not for junk. It's yep. for linens. And I, so, and we just had like a little tiny friends, like a tiny Cape Cod. 
with postage stamp bedrooms and just one little cupboard, one little closet in the hall upstairs. But that was the linen closet. And I remember going to friends' house and like opening their linen closet. And this is not to disparage any of you whose linen closet is a disaster, okay? I'm just saying as a child, I would go, oh, if I saw their towels or their bathrooms with toothpaste globs, or oh, I, wait, I, I like the comfort my mom makes. That feels mm-hmm. more, com- it mattered to me as a child. Like I couldn't wait to get home and just be like, it was comforting mm-hmm. because stuff was taken care of and mom had a handle on it. Right. And I was just little, but I remember thinking, okay, so we, she does things a little bit different. Like she, mm-hmm. linen closets, I guess, matter. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly it. When, when we do these things, everybody benefits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to the point where I feel like mortified if my kids will come upstairs because my laundry is right here and they're like, do we have any clean towels? Like, oh, yeah. Right. I wanted you to have the towels. Right. <laughs> yes, there are. They're organized in the drawer, all cleaned. No, I mean, like, if they're not, if they're still in the dryer. I know, I know. Day, That's what know? we want to be able to say. Like, what's for dinner? Quiche. Quiche, Quiche. for dinner. Go look on the board. Angel child. <laughs> Angel child. Oh, my gosh, Shay. I've been watching this comedian. She's killing me. And she actually, I have to get a hold of her. Somehow I have to have my own fangirl moment. Do you ever have to do that? Can I just ask you, friend to friend? Do you ever fangirl over anyone? Yes. Okay. <laughs> because I get these messages from people where I'm like, what did you really want to tell me all that? Like, Sean Mendez, if you're listening, <laughs> just, you do not send messages to Sean Mendez. Oh my gosh. Did you just say that? But Michael have- Buble. If you're listening, she's a boober. I know a boober big time. I love the boobs. <laughs> well, I have, uh, I know this is probably old hat to so many people listening, but I have found Leanne Morgan in the last week and she has brought a much, much needed breath of fresh air into my life. So I know last week we talked about Ryan, Ryan Hamilton. Mm-hmm. In his show, Happy Face. Well, my mom sent me this hysterical clip, this reel or whatever it was of her talking about her mom and her sisters going on Dexatrim. I don't know what that is. It was one of those commercials. Was it like Hydroxycut? It was like Hydroxycut. It was like Speed. Yeah. Yes. It was like Hydroxycut. Dexatrim. (laughs) Yeah. It was like. (laughs) 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 Yeah. And so. So the other night I was sitting in bed and I just had like such jet lag and I didn't want to go to bed. And I thought, well, I'm going to just Google this chick and I'm sure she's somebody, but I don't know who she is. And mm-hmm. I have found her. And what made you, what did you say? That, oh, she just, um, she talks about her people, her children in particular, in almost like some, like a lustful way. Like, it's mm-hmm. like how I talk about my kids where it's like, is this appropriate? <laughs> like. And so I hope so. I mean, the way she articulates, she's like, oh, he's delicious. You know, she talks about her son and stuff. Like, 
I, <laughs> it's just, I'm having my fangirl moment. Like people, when they hear us, they're like, oh, you're my people. I'm listening to this woman and she's talking about hot flashes and her big platform right now is because she's 57. And so a lot of her comedy is hormonally mm-hmm. based. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really there yet, but I'm close enough that it's friggin' hysterical. Mm. And she's brought so much joy to my life and she's funny. And I need to have my fangirl moment and say, I really appreciate the way you talk about your kids because it makes me feel normal <laughs> in the way I lust after my own children. Thank you mm-hmm. for those. Words. I'll have to watch her. You got to watch her with your mom. I just feel like. Ladies, if you're listening and you can watch this with a mom or a sister, my mom and my sister, we have a text, a group. Do you do a group text with your sisters and your mom? Yes. Yeah. And it's sometimes it gets out of control. There's always one or two, you know, somebody's always in a constant state of oversharing. One of the people is always oversharing and you look at it. You're like, I can't read that. I can't read that right now. But when my mom sent this, then I blew up the tech, the feed the next day and said, you guys have to watch this whole special promise mm-hmm. me. And we're always like, please watch this. And mm-hmm. the other people are like, no, I'm, I'm not going to watch that. I'm like, please just trust me. This is one. And then the next morning, sure enough, they started coming in the one liners and they're crying. So my work there was finished. I did my, my due diligence and introduced them to the full spectrum of Leanne Morgan. So, Oh, I'll have to watch it. I yeah. love to laugh. And I think that like the whole thing we've been talking about, what we keep falling back on this season, even though we're just this many episodes in, it seems to come back to this simplification in a way, like, yeah, let's just keep the main thing, the main thing and Mm -hmm. everything else. We'll figure it out. Let's remember. Let's remember to like, enjoy let's remember to find pleasure let's remember to laugh you know years mm. ago i think it was years ago now we did that season what was it well what we was it like being funny the lady we did dancing during covid with the yeah lady what was dancing. her yeah what she was, was that season called that we did making it fun again making it fun again that's right make Making it fun again. I think okay. that's what it was. I can't remember. And what it was, was like halfway through COVID when people are just like, oh gosh, we're all just yeah. dying. Just, ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, something that she reminds me of you because she's like, this is terrible. Don't be me. You know, I know. <laughs> she she talks about, overshare. She talks about college and like, bad decisions in college but she talks about how cute she was and every time she talks about college she does kind of like a little hi dance and it's so funny she's like i was cute in the 80s and she just kind of like it's so funny oh we don't need to talk about bad college decisions no no i did send my little sister this really great reel on instagram and it was like me going to a party when i was 17 and she's all dudded up like early 2000s and she slings a bag over her shoulder like she's leaving the house and it's just bottles clanking (laughs) going to have a sleepover (laughs) just going to my friends to have a sleepover are you all hairspray (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's what they used to do in high school. They'd fill the hairspray bottles with alcohol. Oh, like that is disgusting. Are you that desperate? <laughs> oh gosh. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm glad we're not where we were. Praise the Lord. <laughs> um, I'll tell you, like 
there's a couple comedians that just kill oh, me. I'm supposed just to tell you, kill me. Charles and Derek saw Nate last weekend in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was supposed Nate to Nate Bargatze, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he just had like one of the biggest crowds in Tennessee. Yeah, <laughs> like in Nashville, they went to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, unbelievable. My brother-in-law and soon-to-be sister-in-law just saw him. And um, the other comedian who opened for him at that arena that they were at was Dusty Slay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gets me Dusty. <laughs> Dusty Slay is hilarious. Like, if you just need to just laugh. <laughs> gotta do this Dusty bit. <laughs> Do you have you ever entertained the idea of stand up? I'm actually entertained. Like, I bet I could come up with 10 minutes. Oh my god. Solid 10. I bet I could do that. People would just laugh out of nervousness because I'd be so scared. I would just tell them the most horrific personal details of my life. They would be like, oh, this poor girl. (laughs) Oh, they would just laugh out of discomfort. so funny it's oh gosh i have been really careful to only really take in media that makes me laugh whether it's shows or movies Mm -hmm. um things that like i have been going back i know kids that this is new to you but like we used to watch the same movies over and over and over and over again. And so I have a couple of movies in my repertoire that I really like. I really like, they hit this like beautiful, funny nostalgia. I think I talked about this a couple of seasons ago. I watched the wedding singer laughed my (laughs) face off. I did. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I know oh it's gosh, amazing, <laughs> but that's like, that shows our age difference right there. That ever the did. weddings. Have you watched yeah. the wedding singer recently? Yeah. I mean, recently, <laughs> actually I have actually a few months like, ago. I was like, like about it. I was like, is it really as bad as I remember? Get out of <laughs> here. It, it is not like a third of the way. And I'm like, I cannot do this. Get out of here. I don't want to hear that nonsense. Um, oh, you know Lord. what I watched on the way to France? The unbearable weight of massive talent. Nope. Shay? What is this, a movie? I've never heard that name before. Okay, so you've seen the reels, though, and it's the reels with Nick Cage in the vehicle and Javier, what's his name? You know, (laughs) that's from that movie. Okay. And so, again, showing our age difference. So in the, like, when we first got married, or, like, maybe, you know, that first 10 years or whatever, those Nick Cage movies, I, like... Bang bang shoot them up movies. Like I liked Face Off and Alcatraz and all the Nick. I loved all the Nick Cage movies. Loved him. And this movie is like it's like self-deprecating humor. It's him as himself. Mm-hmm. And it's genius. And Ami Lee doesn't even know Nick Cage movies. And she watched it on the plane and she was crying. I it's- think I remember seeing the advertisement for this. Now it's that you say that, very, I like intelligent humor, unlike yes. the wedding singer. <laughs> <laughs> it all has its place. Okay. It does. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it does. It's intelligent. Mm-hmm. You guys, you guys should watch it together. It's really funny. 
Okay. Noted. Unbearable weight of massive talent. Noted. Absolutely. Um, there, yeah, there's a couple movies and a couple of shows. They're just, they're not going to tax you emotionally. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, could I just take a free, I just would like a free pass down the road of entertainment, please. Yeah. I mean, I've tried to explain this to Georgia because Georgia can read the most emotionally, like anything by Lois Lowry, just kill me. I just can't. Um, and she can handle it. She's like, mom, it's not that sad. I was like, look, don't give me that. I was fine until I had kids. And then I became not fine. I wasn't able, like, I didn't have the same emotional threshold as I had as a younger girl. So you weren't like emotional. Meaning I, it made me way more emotional after I had kids. Like, were you affected? Like, I remember I was 12 and I watched Franco Zeffirelli's Romeo and Juliet with my parents. Mm -hmm. And this movie is from the 70s. Mm -hmm. I wasn't 12 in the 70s, just for clarification. (laughs) But it frigging destroyed me. Oh, yeah. I was 12. I had to go up to my bedroom and I cried so hard. Like, my they came and checked on me. It wrecked me. So. Was I like that? Yes. Emotional like that when you were younger? Um, yes, you know the answer to this. Okay. Should we talk about Armageddon? <laughs> I went and saw Armageddon at the movie theater. <laughs> yes, the one with Ben Affleck, Bruce Willis. The one and they us. kicked me out. And Aerosmith. Because I was crying so hard. Shay? That I was disturbing the movie for the other viewers. <laughs> Shay, I actually, you've never shared this story with me. <laughs> Ever. I did not, I did not know um, this story. Ma'am, ma'am, we're going to need you to go out in the hallway. You're disrupting the movie. And I'm a 14-year-old girl and I feel like someone has ripped my heart out of my, you know, when like Bruce like pushes him on the thing and Ben's trying to get out. And he's just like, oh. <laughs> I am dying. I felt the same way when I saw Titanic. I thought I lost. I had died. I thought I had died when I saw Titanic. But I was a glutton for punishment. I went and saw it 12 more times. See, that's the problem is we become glutton for punishment. And I don't think we actually know how it affects us. I want you to put that in perspective. I'm sorry, my mic is so hot with these. I want you to put that in perspective that I have spent 36 hours of the life God has given me on this earth in the theater watching Titanic. I have the whole thing memorized. I've seen Gaelic Storm in concert. Mm-mm. 36 nope. hours. The anniversary of the sinking. My sister was in junior high. I went to her school and lied that I was her mom, got her out of school in the middle of the day, and we went and saw it again. (laughs) And cried like it was the first time. (laughs) I always hope that things are going to end differently. I'm like, it's like Elvis. I'm like, he, surely. I know. This is going to be better. He's not going to freeze to death. He's going to get some energy. He's going to crawl up on the plank. They're going to make body heat together. Yep. Yep. And they'll be fine. Be okay. Every time he dies, spoiler, <laughs> no one sent me a saving, scything email. What's the word? Scathing. Scathing. <laughs> if, if 
you guys send Shay an email about the Titanic sinking, you should just stop listening to the show. I understand Seinfeld. She gave away the end. I still, I'm sorry. I still stand behind that. That show this is ended why we in don't talk about Outlander anymore. But if you're pissed about Titanic, <laughs> the call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> it's true. Um, uh, yes. yeah, I, my point in all that was like, as I'm, I got after last week's episode, when I sh- overtly shared, perhaps, um, o- overly, overtly, overly <laughs> both. Okay. Stop. I'm trying to be serious. <laughs> You're doing that Mike Tyson thing again. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. You guys. <laughs> I got some really kind emails from people who were also in various stages of, all right, like I need to take a step back from this, or I need to take a step back from this, or I need to reorient with regards to this. Like it was really kind. Mm -hmm. And I think based on those emails that I got this week, the thing that we talked about that struck the chord with most people was just like, you don't owe anybody anything. Okay. I'm not talking about your husband or your kids, of course. Okay. (laughs) That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like, you don't have to stay up on the newsfeed. You don't have to stay up to date on current events. I know people tell you you do, but you don't. Um, Mm -hmm. You don't have to watch this movie or that movie that people say, oh, you got to watch this. Or have you watched this show? How many people have asked you if you've watched Yellowstone? 80 billion. Are you watching Yellowstone? No. And you know what else I didn't watch that? Um, Game of Thrones. Like people, how are you watching Game of Thrones? Do you watch it? I'm like, no, <laughs> and I'm not going to. I'm right. not going to. You don't want to watch Seinfeld. That's what I'm going to watch. Um, but I think we just sort of we can take all this in so so easily and so quickly that we almost don't have a pulse on how it affects us. And well, how it affects the, Niagara, the aroma of things. <laughs> it's it's the same Niagara aspect as the stuff. Yes. It's yes. the same. It's just like incoming. It's incoming physically. It's incoming digitally. Right. It's all incoming. That's why I cried at Superwoman. Or no, Wonder Woman. Because there's this scene in Wonder Woman where she's like running across this like World War II battlefield and like, like defending off stuff to protect the people behind her and i must have been like pre-menstrual i started sobbing i'm mm-hmm. like that's what i feel like as mm-hmm. a mom and mm-hmm. the keeper of this home i feel like yeah wonder woman no, no yeah not you no, no but no. see you're doing that kind of all day long mm-hmm. and then where is your nourishment coming from where is Where are you filling to have Mm -hmm. the energy to do that? Because if I work my butt off to get into bed at night and have clean sheets and lay next to my husband and we turn on something that makes me feel like I have been like gutted, beat up afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. I am not going to be the better for that the next day. Mm hmm. Or if I spend the 20 minutes that I have to enjoy a cup of coffee and I sit down and I pull up and it's like, oh, and this bomb was dropped and this chemical was spilled and this person died. 
Like, I just don't think that puts, that doesn't help. What is, how does that help you up level? Mm-hmm. No, no, you have to have mental space. You got to have emotional space and creative space for the up leveling. You got to have a charge, you, you right. know, you have to have charge. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go further down this rabbit we hole, some, we have some, yeah, I, yeah. I want to just say thank you to Tubes and Bells for sponsoring season 16 of Homemaker Chic. Um, I'm so grateful for this company because it has allowed me to stock my shower and my makeup kit and my skincare shelf with really beautiful, organic, natural skincare. You can pronounce all the ingredients. You can look Mm. them up. They are super clean. And once I find a company like this, where I feel like you can trust them, man, I'm just like a little baby orangutan. I'm like, Emily, wherever you go, I'm coming with you. (laughs) Take me with you. (laughs) You launch something new, I'm trying it. So Mm -hmm. whether you're looking for um, products to clean your skin with or to moisturize your skin with, exfoliate your skin with or you know dress up your skin with really when we're putting on foundations and powders bronzers highlighters blush eyeshadow mascara eyebrow pencils lipsticks emily has such wonderful products to offer through tubes and co and has graciously extended a 10 percent off uh to homemaker chic listeners so you can visit toopsandco.com and use the code HOMEMAKER10. Is that right? HOMEMAKER10. Oh, yeah. I'm getting so, I'm like so profesh. Uh, HOMEMAKER10 for 10% off your Toops and Co. purchase. Um, and they have been with Homemaker Chic since the beginning, which means that you guys are doing an incredible job of supporting them as a family-run small business. And like, this is this is as good as it gets for you and I. Like we get to meet here with you on Homemaker Chic. We get to share products with you that we genuinely use and love. And then you guys get to go try them yourself, have success using them, and ultimately support a small business in the process. So toopsandco.com, Homemaker Chic, Homemaker 10 for your coupon code. Have fun browsing. She has a wonderful store that you can um, have fun with. Yep. Be sure to head over to Homemaker Chic Instagram. See all these red circles right here, patrons? You can click that right there. Click the beauty button. It'll take you to uh, the discount code in case you forget it. And you can click linens right here in the middle to visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and get their coupon code for 20% off. Uh, American-grown cotton towels and sheets and pillows and all sorts of goodness. So if you are like me, you're into the linen closet and you like things neat and tidy and you like things quality and healthy on your bed and on your body, uh, check out AmericanBlossomLinens.com. They've been with us since day one, which is mm-hmm. fabulous. Mm-hmm. Super grateful for that. Um, okay. <clears throat> Where do you feel like in your home right now, Ange, that mm-hmm. you are feeling that pinch of needing to up level? Uh, so it's kind of reversed right now where 
getting the weeks before my trip were really intense because I was doubling up on some aspects of work and trying to dot every I and cross every T and make extra food for people while I was gone. And I was doing Mm -hmm. extra French tutoring sessions, just like, so I was speaking French for an hour a day, like everything was extra. And so I tried to leave the house clean, but I didn't leave it near as clean as I wanted to. And then really bad, really bad jet lag upon returning, unfortunately. And so I had given myself like, look, you took on something really, you took on something huge. You made a big business move last year and there was a lot of research involved, a lot of um, late hours at the computer, just making sure you knew what you were talking about. You know, you can have kind of an idea in your head. Oh, I know Paris. I can do this. But that's, but actually being responsible for someone else is different. (laughs) Um, So I had given myself some extra grace as far as dust bunnies in the corner and just the rigorousness at which I approached the house. And so now it's been, you know, whatever, 10 days or whatever since I've been home. And now I'm like, okay, it's time to go back to your old ways and kind of reestablish those habits because I do like things clean and I like them orderly. Um, but I knew there were some elements that had to give while I was going through all of that, especially the the previous four weeks. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like reverse where I'm coming back around to let's dial it in. Mm-hmm. Little, now it's time to like, no, no excuses. Now you're home. Mm-hmm. It's done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just in time to go outside. So it is important for me to to do that because, you know, garden house is going to set in. Tomorrow's yeah. my first full day in the garden. So yep. based on the forecast. So. Yep. Yay though. Yay though. Yeah. That's a big, that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of ties into, I feel like mine right now, like ironically, like I teach people to cook for a living, <laughs> but dang it. If my kids don't eat a lot of food, I mean, they just eat a lot of food and that's where I feel like I'm, it's not that I'm not doing it. I'm cooking all the time. Mm-hmm. I need to cook more. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I agree. I'm there with you. <laughs> the amount of consumption, I think it's just kind of taken another like ramp up, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's shocking. Have you noticed that like the great thing to do, like, oh, I'm going to go outside and garden. Like, here's some meat sticks and some chips or whatever that's expensive <laughs> when your kids eat a lot then if you don't cook f- like economical food from scratch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you are paying so much money for them to have the little applesauce pouches or oh my gosh do you know what i mean like these sorts of things, we have to keep some of these on hand because our kids go to a homeschool co-op two days a week. And so mm-hmm. they got to pack their lunches. So they have to have lunch food. That's fine. It, ours don't look like most people's, but still, there it's more packaged food than we're used to. Mm-hmm. But they can't eat that all the time. It's so expensive. Right. It's so expensive. Mm-hmm. It's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so the way you counter that is like, 
It's not sexy, but it is like, hey, I need to remember to put some lentil soup in the Instapot before I go out to the garden so that when people are ready or hungry at lunch, there is an economical prepared option for them. And, oh, I'm going to make a double batch because then we can have leftovers and we can make sure we have food when we come back from church Mm -hmm. on Sunday. Mm -hmm. When I uh, was coming back um, from O'Hare, so it's like a four or five hour drive. It's horrible. but I go right through Milwaukee and there's a Trader Joe's right, al- right along the highway. So I jumped off and I thought, look, at this point, I haven't slept in two days. Who knows what's going to happen when I get home? I bought like 10 organic baguettes, bags of little organic ciabatta rolls, like anything to sort of bridge the gap between mm-hmm. mom being like the walking dead and life getting back to normal a week later. So all that is just now gone. And I'm still feeling really tired. I'm like, crap. Mm-hmm. What are we going to eat? I guess I have to go back to all that. That yeah. extra food prep. Here we go. Yeah, it's extra food prep. I mean, I went up to our freezers. So we we're still raising most all of our own meat. Um, and so we have, praise the Lord, just freezers full of meat. And it's a ton of work. And I'm not saying it saves us any money per pound, but that's the way that it is. My, no. <laughs> my point in that is like, I don't go to the store and buy meat. I have big batches of meat that I'm basically pulling from. Okay. Yeah. So like I went up and took our little golf cart and just filled the back of it. I still had some frozen peaches from last year. I had some mm-hmm. batches of frozen applesauce that I made last year. I had um, some roosters that we had harvest that I knew I could do like pulled meat from and chicken stock. Right. I mean, I just went like full on. Ma Ingalls on this freezer. It's like, give me this, right. give me this, give me this. And I just came in. The kids were helping me bring it all. And they're like, why are we having a turkey? I was like, meat. Can we just meat? Meat. I'm going right. to cook it. We're just going to, you know, have cooked turkey, everything, whatever. Turkey curry, turkey enchiladas, like turkey sandwiches. We just, mm-hmm. um, it is a ton of work, 80s. If you ever feel like, am I doing this wrong? Because this seems like really hard. Because it is. It is. It's not. I'm going to sound. It's not hard and it's not complicated, but it is hard and it's complicated. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So I try to tell people this with bread. Look, I did a baguette recipe with my cooking community for me. And they're long fermented baguettes. I mean, they take like two days. Mm hmm. But I kept telling him, I'm like doing the instructional cooking video. I'm like, I know this is the fourth outfit you've seen me in while we're filming this, but I swear it's not that hard. It's just hard in it's the fact that, that you have hard. to follow the timeline, right? Yeah. It's it's just that it's hard, that it takes two days, mm-hmm. but it's not hard. <laughs> it's, and that's that to me, like, that's how it is. That's how all the home stuff is. Look, mm-hmm. when we're talking about cleaning a home or staying on top of your laundry or meal planning. We're not talking about rocket science. No, there are really simple things. Folding your towels and putting them in said linen closet is in theory a really simple thing. Right. But learning how to stain clean better, learning how to strip your towels so that they last for longer and don't smell uh, learning how to fix, fix like phrase in them or holes in there. Strip what your towels. 
What is that? It's when you wash them with vinegar. You wash them like three times with vinegar to strip off buildup and smell. Okay. Never heard of that. I think you told me about this. No, I've never heard of stripping your towels. Really? Mm -mm. You know how towels can get a little funky? I guess. (laughs) Maybe my family's funkier. Maybe your family's just funky. (laughs) Um, But whether like, or okay, here's another example. Making scrambled Mm -hmm. eggs for your family. Not complicated. Um, budgeting, how many eggs you can afford, how many you have planned for the, how many you're going to do now. Okay. If I use six here, then that leaves me six for this or that. And then we need to stay within the budget and, oh, I need, we're going to be leaving to go on this thing tomorrow. So then it gets complicated. It gets harder, but it's not hard. It's just hard. Well, we do open the show with the the art of homemaking, (laughs) right? There you go. If that's what I said. If it wasn't <laughs> a job, it wouldn't be called a job. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, it is actually work. And it, it is, is actually art. For sure. It is art in a lot of ways. I mean, I love so many things about my husband. And, you know, if I am gone or busy on the rare occasion that Stu will step in and do supper, he mm-hmm. can do supper. He is a very competent person. But could he do that long term on budget? Like covering all the bases, using up the stuff before it goes bad, making sure you're cycling through the freezer food. So no. No. All those nuances that the homemaker has like her pulse, a pulse on. She has a pulse on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, not that chicken stock that I made that fresh. We need to use last week's chicken stock so that it doesn't go bad before we do this. Oh, like I buy a European style yogurt for my kids from Azur, Mm -hmm. which costs a lot less per ounce than the Greek yogurt that I like from Azur. So I'm like, the Greek yogurt is for mom. The European style yogurt is for the kids. Like I am saving money. They don't care. I do care. I like this one. I eat a human amount. They eat a monster amount. So... Mm -hmm. You know, it's all it is. It's it's that the artistry. That's what it, that is exactly the word for it. It is the artistry of being a homemaker. That's what comes into play when we're talking about up leveling, whether it's how we do our linen closet, how we budget our meals, how we clean our washing machine, whatever. It is that beautiful little artistic form that we all get to play out. In our own home. Yeah. And we've talked, you know, we've talked in the past about just taking if there's like don't don't paint, you know, as we close out here, don't paint with a a, a roller, <laughs> you know, paint with a, a little tiny detailed brush. So if you look at the whole landscape of your job as a homemaker, the whole landscape of your home and you're like, I'm just going to up level. I want to get better at everything you'll probably be in the fetal position by 545, you know. (laughs) But if you pick one thing and you think, you know, I'm just this quarter, my kids and I collectively are just going to learn how to keep their drawers tidy and their closets functioning. Mm -hmm. That's the bite we're going to take off. We're going to chew this quarter, you know. Mm -hmm. And then then it's the next quarter. It's when was the last time I washed my drapes? 
you know, we're going to circle around and make sure everything's shooken out or dry cleaned or hand washed or whatever. Shooken. Shooken out. Wow. (laughs) We'd be dropping them. (laughs) Killing it. Linguistically. Hello, lovely homemakers. Are you ready to style your home like a pro? Then it's time to join the Old World Design Society. You can do that by visiting oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com for your spring home design inspiration. Join my Old World Design Society now for as little as $5 a month. You will have access to one design class a month, a private online forum full of professional designers and amateur home stylists just like yourself. You can learn from them, become friends with them, and you can choose to include a print or digital magazine with your society membership and watch your stylist skills grow. Become a member today by visiting oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com or simply head over to the Homemaker Chic Instagram page and hit that red circle that says design. It's time to learn how to elevate your space and improve your knowledge of antiques and history and style your home like a pro. Visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. The spring magazine is shipping now and it's gorgeous and classes are ready for you to join us. Hey friends, Shay here. If you've been needing a bit more encouragement and inspiration when it comes to cooking delicious food, I want to personally invite you right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliotthomestead.com to get started. For the past four and a half years, I've encouraged women in the kitchens with whole food recipes and instructional cooking videos. As a cooking community member, you'll get five farm fresh inspired recipes each month created from my farm kitchen and delivered straight to you. I'll also send you an instructional cooking video to go along with each recipe so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors on your own table. Together, we'll cook dishes like burrata salad with prosciutto and lemon, baguettes, rigatoni with potato and peas, ricotta donuts with homemade lemon curd, green vegetable minestrone, and so much more. The cooking community is a place of inspiration and community where you can visit with other home cooks on our circle group or simply enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find each month in your mailbox or inbox. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com right now. Choose the membership package that fits your needs best, and let's get cooking. <laughs> I was doing my Italian the lesson the other day. Soros. And uh, so we're talking about his name's Antonio. And he said, I said something to him in Italian, and then he was supposed to respond to me back in English. So I said something to him. And he goes, I'm gonna. And I said, You're what? He's like, I'm gonna. I was like, that's not like that's slang, you know? Yeah. You're using it correctly, but that's not how like I'm not saying that in Italian, right? You say I'm going. But when we speak mm-hmm. English, we shorten everything and it gets all sloppy and weird and we say things like I'm gonna and he's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." He's like, "I feel so stupid when I do this." And I said, "Why?" And he was like, "Oh, like I try to be cool like an American." <laughs> He said his um his girlfriend is Swedish. Their common language is English, but it's neither okay. of their first languages. And so he said, I said this to my girlfriend, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go here. And she's like, why are you being so stupid? <laughs> why are you trying to talk so stupid? Like, like you're just an American, like you're so cool, you know? And I said, Antonio, that is not how we hear it. It's not how we hear it. 
Yeah. When I, I hear in a lot of, I, like, that's actually really, because I know what it feels like in speaking French to just go, okay, now I'm going to use something a little bit more cash. I'm going mm-hmm. to try. I'm going to slip this in here <laughs> and see if I don't sound like a total buffoon. <laughs> yeah. There was another really funny instance I had with him where I was trying to understand that formal, casual, you know, you have these different levels. Of, okay, how are you? We just say, how are you? Do they have two forms of you in Italian? Yes, like French the formal does? form okay. and the okay. familiar okay. one, okay. right? Okay. So I was saying, okay, let's say I'm at a market and I'm buying olives and I want to, oh, you know, good morning. How are you? I was mm-hmm. like, do I use the informal or the formal? And he was like, very confused by the question. And I said, I, so I gave him another scenario. Okay, I'm at the store and I want to buy bread. Okay. Do I say, how do I say, how are you? Like, what form do I use? He was like, why do you ask this? Why would you ask them how they are? And I said, well, I'm making small talk. And he was like, you don't ask them how they are. I said, well, what do you say? He's going, thank you for the olives. <laughs> Is that, are you really asking them or are they your friend? I'm like, neither. Then he said, you don't say this. Like, do right. not say this. No, you don't ask them how they're doing. It's the same in French. You'd never ask that. No. Unless it's like your buddy. He's like, if it's your buddy and you're like, oh, you know, how are you? Everything good? Yeah. And I just thought that was so bizarre because I will say that to everybody. You're checking me in at the doctor's office. Hello, I'm Shay Elliott here for an appointment. Okay, great. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Great. How are you? It's <laughs> not bizarre. Or like, yeah, it is. Yeah. that's one of the reasons i love french culture is because you can just be a little bit more reserved i don't like small talk Mm. i don't care how you are (laughs) (laughs) i don't just like what are you gonna actually tell me no Mm -mm. so it's so dumb you don't ask the question for an answer yeah so it's odd that reminds me of this really funny reel i saw and it was this guy hiking through the mountains and it just said white people hiking and this guy just walks by another person who goes, hey, how are you? How are you? Hi. How are you? <laughs> just keeps walking. <laughs> Why do white people feel like they have to greet each other on a hike like this? Hi. How are you? <laughs> Good stuff. Oh, they get me sometimes. Yeah. There was a reason I told you that Antonio story. I'm gonna. Mm. I don't remember. Sorry. Rabbit trail for nothing. Well, what are you gonna do? Perfect way to end it out. Okay. So be sure you're following over on Instagram, Homemaker Chic Podcast on Instagram. We're growing. We're growing over there. We love to see you. Uh, my daughter Amelie, she and she uh, edits all these Patreon videos for you. So for those of you that are patrons, that's her doing that. She tries to find the funny bits. <laughs> and put them all together in the trailer to keep you sufficiently entertained. She actually painstakingly looks for the funny parts. Sometimes I say, Amelie, honestly, you're, you're spending it. way too much time. Poor thing. You poor, poor thing. thing. <laughs> and uh, she loads those. She makes all the red squares. So give her a shout out. She's super jazzed today. She's got a bubble gum, actually more pale pink bass guitar in the mail. Ooh. Her instrument collection is just got a guitar, an acoustic, 
electric guitar, acoustic, mandolin, and now this pink bass, which she's jazzed about. Um, pretty cool. That's and amazing. Singing together in the evenings because we've been going to like a jam session on once a week. I drag all the kids to this like acoustic jam session. Super fun. Oh, say hello neat. to her and congratulate her on her new guitar. So you can do that over on Instagram, Homemaker Chic Podcast. That's where all those red circles are that link you to our advertisers. And we so much appreciate them. We're going to be back next Monday. Yep. Rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind. Yep. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Here we go. All right. See you guys next week. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.